All righty. Uh, experts say there's a rise in Lyme disease cases across Michigan as dangerous deer ticks make their way around the state. So why have cases doubled over the last five years? We want to know. And so does WJR senior news analyst Chris Renwick, who's taking a look. Good morning, Chris. Good morning to you, Paulie. Yes, tick-borne diseases are rising across the country and have been for some time, quite frankly. The CDC says the number of Lyme disease cases in the United States shot up by 44% from 2010 to 2018, with more than 23,000 cases reported towards the end of the teens. But in 2018, when those 23,558 Lyme disease cases were diagnosed or reported to the CDC, some experts say as many as 476 thousand cases were actually treated. In Michigan, Lyme disease cases roughly doubled from 16 when 220 people were diagnosed with Lyme to two in, in 2020 when 450 people were diagnosed. That according to the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Gene Sow is a tick expert at the uh, uh, wildlife and fishery portion of Michigan State University. And she says that these ticks likely made their way to Michigan via Wisconsin. Uh, as many as those deer ticks have resided in the western portion of the UP for many years, that according to the Detroit News. Now, the first tick known to carry Lyme disease in the Lower Peninsula was identified back in 2002 along the Lake Michigan coast. But now people come across these Lyme-carrying ticks in all parts of the states, including here in southeast Michigan. And the climate's another factor why these bugs have such staying power. Experts say warmer climates give ticks more time to feed and reproduce, so they aren't dying off in mass like they had been previously. And development also is driving where these bugs reside. As more homes are built, more wooded areas are being mulched up. That's driving many of these bugs into the suburbs where they'll live on raccoons, coyotes, possums, and certainly deer. So experts say if you ever venture into a wooded area and you come out, make sure you check everywhere for those little dots that could be ticks. And if you're going into the woods purposefully, perhaps wearing bright colors will give you an easier way to ID these ticks when you emerge. But Lyme disease is a very serious disease. It can cause nervous system issues, uh, Paul, certainly fever, headache, fatigue, in serious cases, heart issues, joint issues. Uh, I've read uh, accounts of people losing vision. Um, it can be a very, very serious issue. And so it's important to check yourself when you're coming out of the woods. You know, it's a serious issue that's been around too long. It's, yeah. it's, it, it, where's the, where's the answer here? I, 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 I don't see an answer. I just see the problem year after year, and it's more and more serious. If people get Lyme disease, it's astonishing what can happen mm -hmm. to them. And I'm wondering, Sean Belegian, does this does this affect your thought process at all as a hunter? No, I, I think Paul. You know, obviously, you you go depending if if you are going with the archery or you're going with the gun, you go a little later in the fall. But mm -hmm. uh, it does make you think to yourself, oh, maybe I shouldn't head into the woods. There is there is one crazy tick that has really been growing, uh, Chris. To your point of, about some of the things that can befall people, it can make you allergic to red meat. Yeah. Um, it, it that's it was called the Lone Star tick, and it, if if this thing burrows its in itself in Paul, the next time you want to go have a delicious steak, you have a, an allergic reaction to it. I, I mean, it really is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy.
You know, it's interesting. There is uh, researchers and and those in the medical field are trying to develop a, a vaccine in the efforts of of battling Lyme disease. Um, but like any uh, other vaccine development, it's slow, a slow process, and they're trying to, to to figure it out and test it out and, and make sure it's right. Um, but it is a problem. And, and I had seen a special on 60 Minutes years ago about ticks and Lyme disease, and, and they had said something which was really interesting. So, you know, they, the tick will burrow its head into your skin, <sighs> and when you go to pull it off, it's if the head becomes detached, it can get into your bloodstream, and yeah. that's what will cause Lyme disease. This is terrible stuff. Well, but this is where it's important because I think it's, it's a really interesting point. When you take – when you pull the tick off – those researchers and, and those in this community say, keep, keep that bug, keep that carcass because you put it in a bag and you freeze it because when you go and maybe you have signs of Lyme or, uh, or you, you want to go get checked out and tested for Lyme, they can actually test that bug to see if that bug was carrying Lyme. So if you, if you come across one and one bites you, you keep it in in hopes that maybe they can I, test it, but, I, but it's a problem. I think I, I'm sorry, but I'm sure this is the right thing to do. But I think it's a reach to think you're going to a no, frankly, even know that you picked up a tick, sure. then b know that you were bitten by a tick, and then c have the wherewithal to find that little mm-hmm. tick. And and put it in a plastic bag and freeze it. I don't. I this. It all sounds good, Chris, and I trust you completely on this. But I just don't see it happening very often. Well, you know, here's the other part to this too, which is really interesting. So, out where I live in my neck of the woods in in southwest Oakland County, um, it's a really kind of developing area. So it, it used to be a lot of woods, a lot of farmland, and and they're. I mean, now you're starting to see huge subdivisions pop up, big houses being built. Well, they're saying a lot of those ticks are coming out of the woods. They're coming out of that big brush where a lot of those animals would be. And that's what's driving a lot of this, at least here in Call southeast Michigan. The pros from Rose. <laughs> that's that's right. I think it's the best thing to do. How about this one? We'll have to talk about it in detail tomorrow. A study suggests severe COVID-19 could drop your IQ by 10 points. Uh-oh. I, I don't know about you guys, but for me, that leave me with about nothing. Yeah, I don't got 10 to spare. The, I don't need in, COVID <laughs> help to, to drop my IQ. In the IQ department. Anyway, Chris, thanks for being with us. Chris Renwick, WJR Senior News Analyst. Thank you for being with us. We so appreciate you being here Monday through Friday from 6 till 9. Stand by for news.